Is D. Snyder transphobic? If he is, we're not going to take it. I'm a dad, baby. Dear dads, yeah. <laughs> D. Snyder got himself in a little bit of trouble. We've all been there. I've been in trouble <laughs> with my dad. My kids have been in trouble. You yep. know how hard you really want to be on them. Make it a teachable moment. That's all I'm saying. But before we do that, if you like our content, don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit that little bell notification so you don't miss a single video. Not long after I got my driver's license, I was uh, I was going to summer school. You know, I was a good kid. I wasn't yeah, going to summer school. Like summer school used to be, oh, you failed. You had to go to summer yeah. school. And I was going to get ahead. <laughs> you weren't going so to summer school classes. the way I would go to summer school. My buddy Joe was going to summer school too. And so I was running over and picking him up. And mm-hmm. then, you know, we went to summer school together. So I, I was running that. late one day and I turn on to, there's this famous, like, I don't know if it still is in Michigan City. There's this famous uh, speed trap. And I had not had enough experience yet. So I'm doing like 50, 60 miles an hour in a 30 mile an hour speed zone because <laughs> I'm late. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, oh. right. And so uh, I got a ticket. I get pulled over. Right. And the cop is like, I clocked you doing a 51, doing 51 in a 30 mile an hour speed zone. And I'm sitting there like, ah, he got me after I started slowing down. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I'm, it, but I was, I like, was, I was doing way easy, Doc. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you need to get your uh, radar check. That ain't right. <laughs> so, um, so you get, so he's like, but uh, here's what I'm gonna do. You know, you your your record's clean. I was I was young enough. I hadn't gotten a bunch of tickets yet. And he's mm. like, you got a clean record. He's like, I'm gonna write this for 35 in a 30. Give you a break. But he goes, and then he lied to me. He goes. But if you show up to court for this, it's going to go back up to the 51 that I actually clocked you doing. I'm a young, dumb kid. I believed him, right? Uh And uh, like if we'd gone to court and he tried that shit, the judge would have thrown it out because he'd have been like, wait, so you lied on the ticket by saying he did 35 and a 30? But I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Anyway, I just felt grateful because he was like giving me a break, right? So I'm sitting down with my dad and I was like... uh, got a ticket he's like oh no and i'm like scared to death because i don't know how he's gonna <laughs> it's react the end right? of the world <laughs> and he looks at the t- he's like let's see what what we got here he's like 35 and a 30 it was like yeah well i guess i just wasn't paying attention right he's like wow that's 35 you were doing 35 and you got pulled over for doing 35 and i was like yeah i, I don't know i guess i just i looked up i looked down i wasn't looking i just guess i didn't notice yeah, i don't know where your dad's going with this <laughs> and he's like but that's not right. He's like, 35, that's ridiculous. They shouldn't be giving tickets for 35. He's like, we're taking this to court. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, um, Uh, yeah. About um, that. About going to court on this. (laughs) Um, I might have been going a little faster than 35. And my dad... (laughs) He gets this look on his face, and I know the look. Like, like it's a very specific look when he's when he's running game on somebody, right? Mm. And my dad's famous for running game, right? Oh, yeah. When yeah. he's running game on somebody, he gets this little like the corners of his lips turn up a little bit, 
and he <laughs> and he but he's still got the serious look in his eyes and he's like mm. well i mean you know how much faster and i was like yeah. nah, it was probably a little i don't think we should go to court because I, I was probably going faster and i think that it, maybe i should just pay this ticket and 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 just leave it at that my dad's like all right okay well just make sure you pay it and you know mm. <laughs> and i'm like i'm sitting there i knew that <laughs> i had been caught in a lie right? <laughs> not only had i been caught in a lie i'd been caught going way faster than 35 and a 30 through a speed trap that he had told me many times about like mm -hmm. be careful watch your speed here right right so i i i messed up and i knew i had messed up and i knew <laughs> i had been caught i knew that he knew <laughs> that i had been he he the way he was looking at me the look on his face said you know you've been caught. <laughs> <laughs> I know you've been caught. And so, good enough. <laughs> yeah. So he didn't push it. He didn't, like, try to humiliate me. He didn't keep going down the road. He knew in that moment, he knew that I was going to watch my speed in that area. <laughs> he knew I'd learned the right lesson. He Sometimes knew I you didn't, just got to learn these the hard way. He, exactly. Sometimes you just got to learn the hard way. And it doesn't do, as a dad, he knew it mm -hmm. wouldn't do any good whatsoever to rake me over the coals for this, right? Mm -hmm. It's not like I'm going to learn better. In yeah. fact, it might make it worse. It might make me go, well, screw it then. You know, I'll just yeah. drive however fast I want because if that's what you're, if that's how you're going to be, right? Mm -hmm. Which again, is the kind of dads we've tried to be, right? Mm -hmm. We're kind of like... Yeah. Yep. If the kid knows they messed up and you could tell they know they messed up because they start sort of walking things back a little bit, yeah. like, oh, I might have been going a little faster. Maybe we should, you know, you could tell. And when you could tell, there's no reason to push. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Welcome to Better Off Dad. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about D. Snyder today. Oh, well, that was a long introduction. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't know how many of you follow this stuff as closely as I do. <laughs> you follow it pretty closely, but D. Snyder. <laughs> default, so do I. <laughs> D. Snyder. Uh, in, in case you don't know, he's the front man of um, Twisted Sister, which was a band back in the what eighties, nineties. What was their uh, heyday? About the time you got that ticket. Yeah, yeah, about the time I got that ticket. <laughs> D. Snyder, Twisted Sister, their big, uh, their big hit was "We're Not Gonna Take It," mm -hmm. and D. has been over the years um, pretty, a pretty good liberal, I'll say. Mm -hmm. He calls himself a moderate. He calls himself sort of centrist, um, but he's probably more of a leftist. I don't know. I haven't done the analysis, but I mean, he's he's been an ally of the LGBT community. Yep. He's been an enemy of the Trump community. Yeah. Like the Republicans wanted yep. to use his song. We're not going to take it. And he's like, yeah. no, you're not. <laughs> and he, he, he fought against the, um, censorship and stuff and music back in the eighties, him and Frank Zappa and a bunch of other guys. So yeah, he's, you, you'd think he's a pretty cool person all, all the way around. So I, I'm glad you you mentioned that because yeah that that's another reason um, we like he's stayed relevant over the years. Mm -hmm. Excuse me, is clearly he's uh, 
he cares and when he cares he acts right mm-hmm. yeah and yeah in case you guys didn't know you know when you see the cds and records and whatever that says parental advisory contains explicit lyrics or may not be appropriate for kids and just all around censorship that all came about in the about the time i got that ticket no a few Mm -hmm. years after i got that ticket you know in the 90s and uh from the most unlikely of places uh, al gore's wife was one of the huge proponents of censorship yeah Yeah, which i never understood Basically saying, you know, we got to protect the kids. So you rock stars put in your movies and games and all this, putting explicit lyrics and profanity and all that stuff. And, and uh, you know, just re- references to sexuality and things, you know, we need to do something about that as the government. And D testified mm-hmm. before Congress and was just really effective at that. Like, yeah, just they basically weren't expecting saying, to get eviscerated the way they did. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, he because he came in in full regalia, you know. <laughs> Yeah, everybody else was wearing suits and ties. Mm-hmm. And, you know, basically saying, look, you got to trust the parents to know what's good for their kids. Yep. I think I think that's basically what he was saying. Look, mm-hmm. this isn't for kids. <laughs> this mm-hmm. is for mainly adults. And if parents want their kids to hear it, that's kind of up to them. We don't need the government stepping in, in other words. Mm-hmm. All right. So all, you know, we're just singing D's praises right now, aren't we? <laughs> so this is why when I saw this the other day, I was, uh, let's say a little disappointed. Wait, mm. uh, obviously the, um, if you're listening on the podcast, you won't see this, but I'll read it to you. Paul Stanley, who was the, see, who was he guitar player for kiss front, front man for kiss basically. Well, well then who is Gene Simmons? All, all, all front man for kiss oh they're all front men except the drummer yeah okay yeah so paul stanley the other day decided it was time for him to weigh in on the whole uh medical care for transgender children and he said i'm not going to read the whole thing but just in case you're on the podcast and you can't see it on the screen he was saying there's a big difference between teaching kids acceptance and normalizing and even encouraging participation in a lifestyle that confuses young children into questioning their sexual identification as though some sort of game and then parents, in some cases, allow it. There are individuals who, as adults, may decide reassignment is their needed choice and turning this into a game or parents normalizing it as some sort of natural alternative are believing that because a little boy likes to play dress up in his sister's clothes or a girl and her brothers, we should lead them steps further down a path that's far from the innocence of what they are doing. I'm not, I'm not even going to read the rest. It's pretty sickening stuff. He's basically mm-hmm. saying uh, kids, you know, the, that parents should not be allowed to support their kids if their kids might uh, be transgender. And right. And basically saying, just, you know, like the whole, like, just because you want to dress up in girls' clothes or boys' clothes doesn't blah, blah, blah. It's like, dude, first of all, it's none of the government's business. It certainly ain't none of your business, Kiss right. singing yeah. Paul Stanley guy, right? <sighs> just really bad stuff. So D. Snyder comes along and retweets it and says, you know what? There was a time where I felt pretty, too. Glad my parents didn't jump to any rash conclusions. Well said, Paul Stanley. And just 
like to amplify what Paul Stanley said, where Paul Stanley just basically says parents ought not be allowed to support their kids if their kids mm-hmm. might be transgender. For D. Snyder to amplify that and restate it in basically the same way is clearly not it, it's it's clearly not correct. <laughs> it's not <laughs> something an ally should be doing. Right. Um, et cetera. Right. Well, right. turns out that San Francisco Pride had been planning to have um, had been planning to have D. Snyder uh, at their Pride event uh, mm-hmm. this summer, and they got wind of this tweet and decided not to have D. Snyder be part of it. So mm-hmm. they talked to D. Snyder. Well, they didn't decide on their own. They actually um talked to him explained to him why retweeting that was problematic and you know said it's just not the kind of thing it doesn't send the right message first of all to have mm-hmm. you uh that you know Paul Stanley's tweet was very transphobic and you amplifying it is it's not great because it's basically saying trans people aren't able to self-identify their gender like just, just throwing in the felt pretty thing yeah it's just totally just the wrong th- it just it shows he doesn't understand it right that right. is not what that's about right yeah 100 percent. so yeah let's just t- let's just talk for a minute mm-hmm. <laughs> a couple of things um we're in a moment right now in our country where legislatures are voting to make it illegal for parents to follow the advice of their medical professionals. Mm-hmm. As we've talked on the show before, if you take a kid to your doctor, whatever, you know, your family doctor, and mm-hmm. you're like, hey, they've been, and by the way, it's not, mommy, I feel pretty. It is that That is so reductive and so That's demeaning. That is not even what it's about. It's not something that in, that makes me happy that somebody who's been an ally says something like that. It's mm-hmm. it's wrong and it's just flat out incorrect. And it's very harmful right now because of what's happening at the state legislatures. And we've been through it. You could go back a few episodes. We've been through all the details mm-hmm. and it's gotten worse by the way since that yeah. episode because yeah. all the stuff that was being um proposed is passing and they're making it again. I can't be more clear about this. If you take your child to the doctor and your child uh, and you say, my child has been saying they, you know, they think they, they might be a different gender or they might not have a gender. And I, I, I don't know anything from anything. Right. Mm-hmm. But it does seem something like I should have brought them to the doctor for right. what's the doctor going to do. If by the way, you're in a free state, if you're not in a free state, they're limited as to what they can do. But if you're in a free mm-hmm. state, um, that allows doctors to do what uh, the prevailing medical advice is, they're going to get them counseling with an expert. They're going to get them to uh, probably an endocrinologist, and they're going to decide if uh, gender-affirming hormones are right for this kid, depending on their age, depending on how long they've been talking about this, depending on if they're showing the signs and symptoms of somebody who might be transgender. And even if all those boxes get checked, it's at least um, it's at least a year. It's 12 to 18 months 
from the time you, you go to the doctor to the time the kid starts getting the medical care that they need, mm-hmm. 12 to 18 months. Mm-hmm. So for somebody to come along and say, well, kids, just because they feel pretty, suddenly we're pumping them full of hormones and all this. It ain't happening, <laughs> first of all. Like, and the way that these bills have gotten passed is they say exactly that. They say, we have to step in and make a law making this illegal because they're giving children surgery and they're giving children hormones and they're giving, it's like, dude, it happens so rarely and it's so hard to get it to happen in the first place. And the parents Mm -hmm. are involved, the doctors are involved, and it's a medical decision. This is why it's so harmful because he's just handed, he's, you know, there's a, there's a crazy dude at the mall, Right who says he wants to kill people. And D. Snyder walks up and hands him a rifle mm-hmm. and says, and then and then D. Snyder, by the way, we're going to get to D. Snyder's reaction here in a second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll get there in a second. So this is <laughs> why was. it's bad. This is also why you would not want him headlining your pride event. <laughs> <laughs> right? So what was his reaction to being to these, this mutual decision? Remember, it was a mutual decision. They, they decided San Francisco Pride, D. Snyder talked. They, nobody fired anybody, right? They just decided, okay, probably it's best for me not to do this. Uh-huh. What was his reaction? <laughs> so I hear I'm transphobic. By the way, there's his picture for those of you uh, where he's not dressed up. Right. First of all, nowhere in that article, that, nowhere in the statement, does uh, San Francisco Pride call him transphobic? Yeah. Nowhere. They said that he amplified a transphobic statement from Paul Stanley, mm-hmm. but they didn't say he's transphobic. By the way, he is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll call him transphobic. Right. I don't care. Uh, but then he he jumps out and just is the biggest snowflake ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what does he say? His response is, why did the San Francisco Gay Pride Parade invite me, D. Snyder, to be Grand Marshal? He goes on to talk about how supportive he's been of the community, which is true. He has been. Um, and then he says, I was not aware that the transgender community expects fealty and total agreement with all their beliefs and any variation or deviation is considered trans- transphobic. That's the paragraph that really got me going. <laughs> yeah, he really he really is. <laughs> that that's kind of par- response. That's the paragraph that hit me like really hard, right? Yeah. Because I was like, you're feeding in. You you know, if Tucker Carlson hadn't gotten fired, you'd be on Tucker Carlson tomorrow. And Tucker Carlson would be like, see, I told you. Now come on over to my side. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Because mm-hmm. because the left will never accept you because you make one little mistake and see what they do. What did they do? They agreed that maybe right now during this time, you saying yeah. that parents shouldn't be allowed to make these decisions for their kids, maybe not the best time for you to headline a pride festival. Nobody's trying to cancel you. Nobody's calling you transphobic. Well, San Francisco Pride didn't call you transphobic. Plenty of other people are. But... <laughs> Uh, San Francisco Pride didn't do that. It, it's just kind of like, maybe maybe this isn't the best idea. And you're going, oh, I didn't know. I couldn't disagree with anything. It's like, dude. So Leave it, leave it to a boomer to overreact. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so then he says he supports transgender communities' right to identify how they want and honor whatever changes they want to make and how they present themselves to the world. 
Uh, yeah, that's great. That's wonderful. Um, he recently stated he didn't believe young children are ready to decide their gender allocation. They're not. Mm -hmm. um, I believe their choices should be supported and accepted by their parents. That's good. But I do not think kids have the mental capabilities to make rational, logical decisions on things of a magnitude that affect them for the rest of their lives. I don't believe they're mentally developed enough. Guess what? <laughs> That's why they go to the doctor, you dickhead. <laughs> That's why do they... Okay, I said I was going to take it easy on him, but I'm not there yet. No, you go, go ahead, man. <laughs> That's my next step. That's why we take them to the doctor, man. D, if you're watching, if you're listening. <laughs> That's why the parents are involved. That's why the parents take them to the doctor. Obviously... It, first of all, you take them to the doctor at like age seven, it's going to be at least three years before anything needs to be done. Like yes. maybe puberty blockers. Yes. And puberty blockers, by the way, 100% reversible. Doesn't impact them the rest of their lives, right? Mm -hmm. 100%. You put them on puberty blockers, they get to have a little bit more time to experience themselves, experience themselves in the world, work with their doctors. Mm -hmm. And then if they're like, no, you know what? My gender does match what was assigned at birth. You stop the puberty blockers. They go through puberty like normal. And the rest of their mm -hmm. life is normal. Mm -hmm. And I hope when you had the conversation with San Francisco Pride, they covered that with you. Even if the kid gets to the point, let's say they're, uh, they were assigned uh, male at birth and they're actually female and they get estrogen, right? You could be on estrogen for a while and there's studies that are saying that's probably at least largely reversible. You stop the estrogen um, and, and by the way, this reversibleness, it's less than 1% of people that decide that to go on the hormones, fewer than 1% end up transitioning back. I'm sure all of that was discussed, but that's not going to make, that's not going to get him in the, in the headlines. Yes. Well, and okay. Teachable moment, all that stuff. Right. So <laughs> now. Here's here's some more areas where now I'm going to start agreeing with him. Um, anyway, he he quote I wanted to he quotes this director of psychology at John Hopkins or whatever. I want to know what she thinks of all this. I couldn't find anything, uh, but I would love to see what she thinks of him using this quote that has nothing to do with transgender folks. It just she basically probably says woke up to a bunch of messages going, "Hey, did you see what D said about you?" Right. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She basically just said, hey, kids' brains aren't done developing. It's like, mm. yeah, <laughs> we all know that, right? I don't know how that supports your argument. Um, but then he says it's just good parenting. I, okay, so then he goes on to say I'm a proud moderate and then describes all the ways mm. in which I think he's a leftist. Uh, <laughs> he, he drives a Tesla and a Hummer. He has a bunch of guns, supports uh, intelligent gun control, uh, four children, uh, fights for women's rights to choose, uh, a m motorcycle riding environmentalist, and a heterosexual probably supports LGBTQ. That sounds, he's like he's describing a leftist to me. <laughs> right? At least a decent human being. I mean, yeah, exactly. I guess I don't give a fuck about guns anymore, but at least a decent human being. So then he says transgender community uh, needs moderates who support their choices, even if we don't agree with every one of their edicts. For some transgender people to accuse supporters like me of transphobia or of being of transphobic, sick 
SIC, uh, is not a good look for their cause. Uh, don't reject people who are willing to march, sing, and stand with you just because we don't perfectly see eye to eye. We are still your allies. And he'll continue. So now I went into his um, tweets after this. So he made this statement. And then the San Francisco Pride, I think, made a counter statement. And then, uh, you know, something to the effect of we know he's still an ally. We hope this is a, an edu- a teachable moment for him. Mm-hmm. And uh, we believe he'll continue to support our community, et cetera, et cetera. And then he responded with, Thank you for saying that. It is a teachable moment. I'll continue to educate myself. I'm just saying that we need to support parents and in the parents' uh, conversations with their children and how they identify. He's basically, without walking back anything he said, he continues to soften his stance. Yeah. Paul Stanley, by the way, has already walked back what he said. Paul Stanley Mm -hmm. said, my thoughts were clear, but the words didn't accurately reflect what I was trying to say. And so, yeah. And so I'm like, I'm at the moment with D. Snyder where I'm like, dude knows he's been caught. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Dude knows what he said. Not only is wrong, but is like too loud. (laughs) Yeah. And like nobody expects fealty and nobody expects everybody will agree all the time. By the way, D, how about when you were testifying before Congress, all right, what if somebody came along and said, look, man, I just don't think kids should be hearing this profanity. They're too young. They like they're they shouldn't be hearing about sex and stuff because maybe their parents don't want them hearing that yet because they're too young. What if I had a platform of millions of followers and chose that moment when he was going to testify before Congress about censoring music. And mm-hmm. I chose that moment to say that. And then he decided maybe I shouldn't open for him at the next concert. <laughs> would that be him demanding fealty? Or would that be him intelligently saying, dude, you're off message right now? <laughs> yeah. Maybe is it the best time for us to be touring together? Yeah. Uh, because you're okay. It's fine. You can, you can disagree and we can clarify and we can educate and ha- use this as a teachable moment for you. But right now we're trying to get these laws not passed <laughs> and right. you're, a little, you're off message, dude, you know, take it easy. That, that would be, I'm sure he would go, well, yeah, of course. Right. right. That's all San Francisco pride was doing. They're not trying to push moderates away. They're not saying you have to always 100% agree with us. They're basically Mm -hmm. saying you're off message at a time when maybe we all need to kind of be in this together and keep these terrible laws from being passed. Right, right. That having been said, I do believe he knows he's been caught. I do mm -hmm. believe he knows what he did was wrong. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I, you know, it's like, hey, welcome, welcome. Stay in the tent. You're welcome to be here. Let's keep talking. Let's keep the dialogue open. Right. I mean, we, everybody misspeaks. Yeah. You can't not, it's it's just, it's part of who we are because we're not, we're not reading from a script our entire life. Right. So just kind (laughs) of calm down, (laughs) you know, don't, don't panic for instance. (laughs) And cool. let, let, Let the cool part of your head, you know, kick in prevail <laughs> yes prevail <laughs> you know the worst thing for him though has to be the fact that now like kid rock and ted nugent are probably blowing up his phone yeah they're like come on man let's tour together 
<laughs> so that's I now think that's if that probably... happens it's all over by the way if that fucking happens it's all over oh then we're done then it's bad faith right it's like we yeah. talked last time um yeah. as long as he appears to be he's he's a little loud and brash and he's he's mm-hmm. just flat out wrong about a few things but if he mm-hmm. but he appears to be actually doing this in good faith if it seemed like a money grab or just trying to be relevant you know yes. dude was already relevant he's gonna headline pride come on yeah um, he's not been he's he's not been irrelevant he's one of the few rockers from that era who has managed to stay relevant because he's always been out there doing stuff so so far i i do think it's in good faith that there's a few things that if if i had access to d snyder <laughs> i'd be like <laughs> You know, whatever you think of it, if you think these laws keeping the medical professionals from doing their job and keeping parents from being able to get their kids the treatment they need, if you think that's wrong, maybe stay on message, right? Maybe now <laughs> isn't exactly the right time to make that argument so public. You know, seek out uh, some some trans folks in your life. Seek out, go to San Francisco. You've got access to all these folks. You could go sit down with the head of San Francisco Pride and go, hey, before we do this, just help me understand something here. You know, you could talk to them, but he's coming across like, no, that's not his job. He's basically, uh, this is the other thing he's doing that's wrong. Again, D, if you're listening, this is how it's coming across, dude. I'm just being honest with you. (laughs) Yeah. Um, The way it's coming across is you're basically saying you're holding your moderateness up as a prize to be won. Mm -hmm. And you're like, most of us are centrists. Most of us are moderates. If you truly want to build a movement, you need us. And if you want us, then if you want us to be on your side, I'm going to need to be able to tone to uh, police your tone. Right. So if I say something that you just think is wrong or you disagree with, I'm going to need you to keep that a little quiet. Right. <laughs> because you're, I don't need you hurting my feelings, because if you hurt my feelings, I'm not going to go march with you and I'm not going to go fight these unjust laws and things. It's coming across like that, D. I'm not yeah. saying that's what you're doing. Yeah. But it's yeah. like you're holding your platform and your uh, your your moderateness as a prize that that the trans community needs to bow down to you to to earn your support by not hurting your feelings by calling something out that's not quite accurate i mean there are plenty of other people out there look he's right about one thing and that is there aren't enough people that understand the issues around uh, the trans community there just aren't and this is a good example of how you we will never they will never get them to to understand it the best we can hope for is uh coalitions Mm. and and it's why i chose abortion last week and it's why i will continue i i believe strongly in women's rights and women's rights Uh, to health care reproductive rights i believe strongly that abortion should be legal should be free should be legal and free (laughs) and on demand like for any reason whatsoever. That's what I believe. And I will continue fighting for that because I think that, that if we get movements around that, that will also benefit the LGBT community. It'll benefit the trans community, but we're not all boats. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, that's the other thing here. Look, look, moderates, you're welcome in the tent and you can disagree and you can ask questions. Please don't use your platform to help 
the other side. Yeah. To to hurt people. Um and and you know what? At the same time, they're never gonna get it. <laughs> they're just mm-hmm. never gonna understand it. So um that's why that's why you get militant movements. Because <laughs> they yeah. they gotta but you know what? You're all welcome. It's a big tent. That's all um, I have to say about that. Well, that <laughs> But uh, the question is, what do our listeners and viewers have to say about that? I would love to hear. Yeah. Feel free to sign up. You're allowed to disagree. And we're better off, Dad. We're just trying to do the right thing when things are hard. But it shouldn't be this hard. 